Hey friends, welcome to the Overwhelmed to Intentional podcast. My name is Kristen and I am your host. I'm a certified life coach helping overwhelmed millennial women live a simpler, more intentional life. Welcome to episode 99, the very last episode of 2021. Today I want to talk about the question, what do you want? And I can't help. (laughs) I can't help but think about that scene in the notebook where he's like, what do you want? What do you want? She's like, it's not that simple. It's not that simple. What do you want? What do you want? (laughs) I've not seen that movie in so long, but that is the first thing that came to mind when I asked this question to consider. So, (laughs) oh my gosh. So I'm not going to ask it in such an aggressive way, but, but (laughs) but I am going to ask you to ask yourself, why is that so funny? <laughs> what do you want? I've been having this. I cannot stop laughing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I've been having this conversation with my clients lately and potential clients. The question of what do you want? In an ideal world, if you could have it all, if you could actually write down a wish list. And it could come to life, what would be on it? And I think the biggest issue that people have here is that they are afraid to ask for it. One, because they're afraid that it's not possible because they've never experienced something like that. And so it's hard to even envision it or imagine it because our brain is so used to telling us what's realistic and what we have experienced and the evidence that we have that it's hard to go to that place of this ideal life where things are exactly the way that you want. Because maybe you've also had the thought, well, things don't work out the way that I want or they haven't so far. So that's one thing. The other thing is, is that there is a feeling of being afraid that it could actually happen. (laughs) And I see this, I mean, I I see this in myself, but I also see it with my clients that they're, they know what they want, but they're afraid that if it happens, then they would have to face that. They would have to face the, the feelings that will come up. They would have to face the hardship that will come along with that because as we know life is 50 50 and even if you live in an ideal life that you've designed it's still going to be 50 percent terrible (laughs) i don't want to use the word terrible but honestly it's both good and bad you're gonna have good and bad so if it's going to be still 50 percent bad the fear is i'm afraid of that 50 percent bad And usually it's things like, well, I'm afraid if I, let's just say, let's take the example of I'm afraid if I get the promotion, then I'm going to have to rise to the occasion and I'm going to have more responsibility at work. Or I'm afraid that if I make that amount of money, then what are people going to think of me? You know, then I will deal with maybe family members or friends being uncomfortable around me, or maybe they'll act different, or maybe they'll think differently about me. Or I'm afraid that if I actually start the business and get the clients, then I will have to 
do the work and service those clients? And what if I do a terrible job? What if I can't actually meet the expectations? What if it doesn't work? There's all of that. So our brain stops us ahead of time from even entertaining what it is that we want because it's so afraid of the negative part that could potentially come. But when we're so focused on the negative part that could potentially come, and who's to say it will? We don't know. It will still be 50% negative. We know that. We know that life is 50-50. But half the time, the stuff that we're afraid of happening doesn't always happen. We tend to adapt and adjust as humans. We can calibrate to new levels. We can adjust. We tend to be all right. We tend to figure it out. <laughs> but our brain tells us you won't figure it out. You're going to fail. It's going to be terrible. And the other thing is, is that we we are so afraid to even ask for it that we're, or we're so afraid of the 50% negative that we don't ask for it and we don't even entertain the 50% positive or the 100% positive. <laughs> the things that could go well, the things that could work, the things that might actually work out, the life that you envision could actually come true. Imagine that, like then what? What would that be like? But we don't even entertain it because our brain is so focused on how it won't go well. I would also ask this. If you lived your dream life, your ideal life, if you got what you wanted, would you rather have what you wanted and still experience the 50% negative part of life? Or would you not, would you rather not have what you want and be experiencing the 50%? You know, because life is still going to happen. We're still going to have things that will be sad or frustrating or hard. Of course, that's still going to happen. And we can have all that happening living in our ideal life, or we can have all that happening living in our current life. So why not is the question. Why not even ask for it? Why not even entertain what it is that we want? Because it could happen. You know, it could actually come true. Imagine that. And that is what this episode is all about. I want you to truly imagine it. I want you to go to the place where you have created what it is that you want, where you've fully envisioned what it is that you want. And I did an episode similar to this about a year ago at the end of the year where I took you through a vision exercise that had you getting into the vision and I will link that episode in the show notes of this episode so you can go back and listen to that if that's what you're wanting to do if that is helpful and actually I think it would be really helpful if you struggle to create a vision but today I want you to consider what it is that you want and consider that you could actually have all of the things that you want because most likely your brain has said, well, I could have some of that, but I probably need to settle. It's not likely that I could have all of that. All of those qualities in a person, eh, probably not. All of those qualities in a job, I doubt it. That much money and be able to rest and recharge and not have to work all the time, I don't know. <laughs> the brain is so conditioned to doubt and this is normal. This is totally normal. The brain is supposed to doubt. It's supposed to be afraid and concerned because that keeps you alive. It thinks. <laughs> but we want to challenge the brain and give it something to think about 
I want to give the brain a problem to solve that's positive. The brain loves to solve problems. The brain loves to go to work proving our thoughts true. So if you believe that what you desire is not possible, that it doesn't exist for you, that there's no way that you could have that, that you have to settle, that things don't work out, your brain is going to find evidence to prove that true, to show you how that is the reality that you live in. Now, we could also go to the other side and look at how can we find evidence for what I desire? But the only way to find evidence for what we desire is to come up with it, to write it down, to spend some time with it, to let it swirl around in your brain and marinate in your brain. Because otherwise, if we're not even considering it, then the brain can't go to work. The brain can't find how that could be true because it doesn't even know what to look for. The brain will look for whatever you tell it to look for. Just a simple example, if you were to look in the mirror and look at your body and you were to say, point out all the things that are wrong, your brain will go to work and it will say, well, let me tell you, there's this and this and that and this and that. (laughs) But if you were to stand there, look in the mirror and ask the question, Point out all the things that I love about my body. What am I so thankful about my body for? What do I love? The brain will go to work answering that question. It will. It will tell you the things that you love, the things that you're thankful for. It might, and it might start out simply. It might be like, well, I have two legs that allow me to walk down the street, or I have really nice long hair (laughs) or (laughs) I like the color of my eyes and then it'll go more and more and more and it'll give you more and more things and once you get started once you get that ball rolling it just snowballs it's the same for anything else when you begin looking for ways that you can have the ideal life that you desire you can actually get what you want the brain will show you how that's true And it might be in really simple ways to begin with. It might just go back and say, okay, well, at the grocery store the other day, I went in looking for this one particular thing and it was there and I got to have it. (laughs) I'll give you an example. I really like these. They're vanilla or maybe it's like almond chai. Maybe it's vanilla, almond chai, vanilla. I don't know. Some little smoothie at Trader Joe's. And sometimes they don't have them. But the other day I went to the store (laughs) to Trader Joe's and I thought today they're going to have those little smoothies, whatever they are. And they were there. And it was so exciting to me (laughs) because Trader Joe's This is going to sound so dramatic. I'm like such a city person now. I grew up in the country where driving to the grocery store, it was at least 15 minutes, 15 minute drive. And it was an event to go to the grocery store because if you go, you want to go and run all of your errands and take the time and all of that. And now where I live, the grocery store is close, but Trader Joe's, the grocery store is literally two seconds away from my house. I could pretty much walk, but Trader Joe's is like 15 to 20 minutes away. (laughs) So when I go to Trader Joe's, it is an event. I do not go out that way (laughs) for any other reason, I go to Trader Joe's and I plan all of my events on that road, which you, if you live in Greenville, you know Woodruff Road is kind of a nightmare. We don't really like to go out there, especially if you live close to downtown. So I plan to go to Trader Joe's. And when I go and they don't have those little smoothies, I'm like, 
dang it. <laughs> but when they do, that's really exciting. <laughs> it's honestly, it's the simple things. But it's this idea that the things that I desire, I can have. They exist for me. They are available to me. Things like parking spaces, things like little smoothies, things like my favorite coffee, whatever. It can be whatever is exciting to you that you desire, looking for evidence for how the things that you want, you're able to get them. And you have past evidence to show that that is true. I really wanted this particular style of outfit. I went to the store. That's what I had in mind. And I found it. And I'm so happy. I love it. I wanted this particular coffee today and I went to the coffee shop and they had that and it was wonderful. Whatever. It can be any kind of little example to teach your brain that the things that you want, you get. And you want to find as much evidence as you can for that because otherwise the brain's going to tell you that you don't get what you want. That's not possible for you and that everyone else does, but not you. So we have to train our brains to show them, <laughs> to show ourselves that we can get what we want. We can create the life that we want. And I also want you to think about what you have right now, the life that you're living right now. I imagine, I'm, I'm going to venture to guess that it is in many ways what you once wanted. You once wanted this job or to live in that city or to, you know, have X number of dollars in your savings account or to be out of debt or to have clothes that fit you that you feel really confident in, or to be able to buy nice things, <laughs> whatever it is that you once wanted, that you dreamed about, that you thought one day, one day I'm going to have that, to have a family, to be in a relationship, to, you know, have a great relationship with maybe a certain family member or a friend, maybe there was some tension in the past and you once wanted that to be resolved and repaired and that has been the case. You once wanted maybe personal healing, personal growth and you've gotten that. Look for all of the ways that the things you've once desired have come to life to give your brain evidence for how it's true that you can have what you want. And then you want to go to work writing out, what do I want? If I didn't ask anyone else, don't don't entertain the opinion of anyone else. This is your list. This is about what you want. And by anyone else, I also mean the world and society and what we're told to want or the things that we're told to desire. You don't have to desire that. You get to desire whatever you want to desire. So I want you to create this list of the things that you want. If no one else had a say and it was simply you and a piece of paper and a pen and you could write anything, I want you to write it down. And then I want you to allow room for and for both. So here's what I hear often. Well, I want a job with routine, but also flexibility. And I don't think I can have both. I can probably just have the routine. Or I can have the flexibility. What if you could have both? Put an and in between. Routine and flexibility. I could make X number of dollars and only work X number of days a week. It's not either or. It is both. I could have a career that I love and be really present with my family. And not feel like one takes away from the other. 
whatever your but is, <laughs> replace with and. What if you could have it all? In your mind, whatever all is for you. And it's not all according to society. It's all according to you. What does that mean to you? What would it mean about you if you were to get everything that you want? What does it mean about you to actually have created the things that you desire? This is a really great question for those of you that struggle with the thought, well, I haven't been able to create what I desire. It hasn't worked out in the past. What are you making that mean? What does it mean about you that you haven't created what you want? And most likely it's something like I'm a failure. I don't get the things that I desire. Things don't work out for me. I'm not successful. Most likely those are some thoughts there. But what would it mean about you if you were to create the life that you desire? How would you think about yourself then? How would you feel in your life every single day? How would you show up for your life? Who would you be? How would you be around your friends, your family, your coworkers, your clients, your in your business, in your job? How would you be if you lived like the version of you that got what she wanted? Or he, if there are any guys listening. <laughs> if you got what you wanted, what would that mean about you? And then I also want you to entertain this question. Are you willing to ask for what you want? Are you willing to put it out there into the universe? Or ask God? Or, you know, ask the world take the ac the action to ask for it, which would mean, you know, showing up like you can have it. Showing up as the version of you that has it. Are you willing to show up like that version of you and act like that version of you as you are asking for what it is that you want? And if you, I'm just going to mention this because this just came to mind. If you grew up with any sort of maybe religious upbringing, <laughs> uh, you might have this thought that it's not humble, it's not right to ask for what you want, to want more. You should settle, you should have less, you should not desire more. You need to be happy with what you have, you need to be grateful. Maybe even you need to suffer for what you have. You don't even you don't even need to entertain this idea of it being lavish and wonderful. It, it's going to be hard. And getting what you want is, is not the way you should think about it. Because also, you might be conditioned to think it's not about you. And it doesn't matter what you want. You should be focused on other people or whatever. How can I thoughtfully say, ignore all of that BS? <laughs> now, again, I'm trying to be very, very thoughtful here. Because it's not that we ignore any sort of our, you know, religious upbringing or things like that. We can acknowledge that. But I've also started to shift into this belief that I really believe if we have a desire for something, that there has to be some reason for that. And that if we have a desire for something, that we could work in tandem with God or the universe, whatever you want to call it. I say God, I believe in God, but anyway, um, we can work in tandem with God 
to create them. That together we can bring forth the desires of our hearts and create a better vision for the world. I think that the things that we desire, I mean, I really think 10 times out of 10, they are good (laughs) for the most part. I really believe those of you here in this community that I'm in, I think that like attracts like, and I tend to be the kind of person that believes that the things that I desire will better the world, that the more money I make, the more um, I, you know, the bigger my business grows, or the more I show up as the most confident version of me, that that is a contribution to the world in a positive way that I can't help but make the world a better place by getting the things that I want and creating the life that I desire because I know that the desires of my heart are good. Now I've decided that, (laughs) not that anybody told me, I have decided that, but I choose that thought because it serves me really well to believe that the things that I desire are good and that they will contribute to the world in a positive way and that it's not selfish for me to desire more and to want more Because ultimately, I know that it's going to make a bigger impact. Even if it does positively impact me too. Even if I get to benefit, I still believe that it's going to impact me positively and the world positively. Both. And even if I want something just for me, that's okay too. Because it's okay for me to want something to fulfill the desires of my heart. Because I also believe that God truly does want us to thrive I just don't believe (laughs) I I can't I can't start on a rant I will but I can't I just don't believe I'm gonna say this one thing I just don't believe (laughs) that we are supposed to suffer through life and never have anything good I really think that we are supposed to have good things. Now, do I believe that life is going to be good 100% of the time? No, life is 50-50. It's going to suck half the time and that's okay. I'm okay with it being hard and I'm okay with being willing to ask for things that are good and to want more because I know that wanting more is going to benefit everyone. There's no way that it can't. There's no way that it can't. So, I want you to think about that. I want you to think about, are you willing to ask for it? Do you believe that God, the universe, however, whatever you believe in, even just believing that the world as a whole wants to give you things that are good, things that you desire? Do you believe that you can have the things that you want? And this is not a question of whether or not you're worthy, whether or not you've earned it, whether or not it's none of that. Because you as a human being who exists on the planet are worthy. You are infinitely worthy. There's nothing that you can do to earn that that already exists. So you can't do more to earn that. This is not about, oh, I have to earn it. I'm not worthy. I'm not good enough. This is truly going to the place of I can desire the things that I want and that it's okay that I can have it that I can work together with God to bring that to life that the world is conspiring in my favor 
that of course it's going to work out. Of course I can have the things that I want. Of course things that I desire will come to me. Why not choose to believe that? What's what's the harm in that? I mean, I know your brain's going to say, because I'll be disappointed. The harm is that I will be disappointed. But the thing is, you're living now in a way that's disappointed with what you have and where you are because it's not what you want. So why not believe that you can have what you want? You can experience the disappointment now or later, but it's going to be there <laughs> either way. <laughs> so why not? Why not believe for what you can have, what you desire? So that is the question. What do I want? What do you want? <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> Don't let your brain tell you that it's not that simple. It is. It is simple. It can be simple. You can sit down, write it out, decide what you want, and just allow it to be there. Don't try to jump to, how is this going to happen? How am I going to make it work? What do I do? Don't worry about that. Don't worry about the how. I challenge you to not even think about how. Don't even let your brain go to the place of, but how? I need to crunch the numbers. I need to figure it out. What do I got to do? Nope. Just think about what you want. Ask for what you want. Be willing to ask for it. How would you have to feel to ask for it? And how would you feel if you lived it? If you had the things that you want. That is the question for today as we end 2021, begin a new year. Just want you to entertain. What if I could have what I want? What if the ideal life that I think about and dream about does exist? And it is waiting for me to ask for it. This is what we do in coaching. This is what I love to do. I love to talk about the things that you want, that you desire, that you envision, and then I love to help you bring them to life. That is what we do. If you're interested in that, if you want to begin 2022 with this vision and then spend six months creating it, I would love to work together in coaching. You can book a free consultation call with me and we will talk about all the ways that you have a vision and how I will help you bring it to life, all the things that you dream about, all the things that you want, and then we will create a plan to bring it to life. The other thing is that I have a free workbook, I'm calling it like a little mini workbook that I created for a friend. She wanted me to create this for for her people for something she had going on and I created it and it's a it's a reflection of 2021 and a vision for 2022 and I thought oh this is good this is good I should I should offer this for my for my podcast friends so if you want that workbook there is going to be a link in the show notes for you to click and join my email list and get that free workbook so it's going to be a couple pages gives you a chance to work through reflecting on 2021 and then envisioning 2022 and what you want to create and what you desire and then when you have that vision laid out and you think okay but now what do I do we can work together in coaching and I will help you bring it to life that is what I would love to do I would help love to help you actually bring to life that vision so if you want that, you can book a free consultation call. If you want that workbook, click the link in the show notes. And if you want to hang out with me on Instagram, go to at underscore Kristen Alana. I think that's it. 
hope you guys have a wonderful ending to 2021 and a beautiful start to 2022. And I will talk to you next week in episode 100. Talk to you later.